peace through tribe are we making it about marriage more than it needs to be because i had heard through the grapevine well we'll just talk about it after this Respect these boundaries. Religious critics are not welcome here. This brand has no religious affiliations. Critical spirits with religious projections, prophecies, pronouncements, criticisms, questions, etc. will be ignored and when necessary blocked on all of our platforms. That's what it is if they cause you to rewind. Peace, Truth Tribe. It still look a little blue-green in here. Y'all see the wall behind me? It looks a little bluish-green. I don't know why. Usually, I have to put this yellow shawl on, sometimes because it's cold, but other times to balance out the color in the room. I'm putting it on, and it's still not whiting the background out. That's the, that's the technical world for y'all. But when this video came on, I said, are we too focused on marriage? So... I don't really um, scroll the internet too much because it's not uh, good for your mental health or your emotional health or your spiritual health. So I don't scroll like that. But there are certain tags that, you know, I might follow sometimes because they are encouraging and inspiring. And it might uh, give me something to think about more when I'm working with people. And it just, you know, gives different perspectives. So sometimes when I see certain things that people say or post or talk about or I'll hear um, just anywhere, it could be a movie, it could be social media, it could be in real life, it could be from the past or whatever, I will pose it as a question to Truth Tribe to kind of see like what your responses will be. And I thought that today we would usually be doing... um beware of the narcissist, but I am taking a break from doing it every week. I'm going to do it every other week because it requires a different part of my thinking and my brain to process what I need to process to put those videos out. Um, and I'm still working through some personal things right now that are pulling on my energy. So I said, okay, do we cancel the whole series altogether? Do I push through it anyway? Or do I try to find a middle ground? And instead of canceling it or pushing through it, despite the fact that I, I need some personal energy for some personal things that I'm working through in my own life, um, I said, I'll do it every other week. So that gives me a chance to breathe, take a little more time um, to just think out and press into what I need to do on my end to bring y'all that stuff. 
as far as the research and the study and the reading and creating the slides. And I mean, it takes hours and hours and hours. I'd be up here for hours working on that stuff. Um, and so that's what I decided to do. So please forgive me if you felt like, you know, it was helping you and you feel like this interruption gets in the way of you feeling a more consistent, uh, I don't know, experience with that series. It wasn't my plan, but it also wasn't my plan to be facing some of the things that I'm facing on the other side of this camera. Um, and so I have to just, you know, I, I got I to balance it out. So that's what I decided to do. But you know what the good thing is? In addition to me being able to um, just... Um, have more of a breather in between it is also the fact that you have more time to process what you're hearing. Cause those videos are like an hour long and it's a lot of information to process. I hope that some people are like taking notes and writing down what they're, um, what revelations they're getting. If it triggers any memories or, you know, I hope that you're writing that down and you're processing it as we talk about all the time. Um, but these videos don't really take too much of that part of my brain <laughs> when I just kind of talk freely. I don't have to really prepare for them except for doing the slides and, and designing the stuff or whatever. Um, so I'm ready to do this. So I'm going to show you a question and some of these responses were just awesome from Shoe Tribe. Before we get into that, I just wanted to say, cause I didn't, I forgot to say it before I started, peace, truth, tribe. If you're already part of the tribe, if not, you don't know who I am. You don't know what this is, but you just decided to click on it. Welcome. I'm author, counselor, and coach Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one so you can get free and stay free from toxic. Why? Because we can't love healthy people the same way that we love toxic people. But sometimes we forget because we so gaslit that love is not a does not include anything that has to do with abuse. But some people think that abuse and tolerating it is love and grace and a strong will and the most high. Yeah. But love is wisdom. And that wisdom is so very healing, despite what the gaslighting is confusing and deceiving you to believe. So we have been learning about why love is wisdom and how that wisdom is healing in Healing Pain with Proverbs, which I go live most Mondays at 7 a.m. Eastern. So make sure you check that playlist out. Also, before I forget, just so that you know, I like to remind you, you can get instant notifications about lives just like this one that you're watching when you look in the description to this video for my personal Telegram invitation link. And last but not least, I would like to thank a very special part of Truth Tribe. That is Truth Tribe patrons who help me make free content, including videos, exercises, resources, just like this live that you're watching right now. I truly, truly appreciate your support patrons. And I'm sure those who benefit from your giving appreciate it too. Yeah, I know what I'm about to say. If that's true and I'm correct, the least you could do to show your appreciation is give this video a like and share it with someone. Don't decide for them whether they need it or not. Just share it with someone and let them decide. Um, so yeah, 
So what's the question? This is the question, y'all. Hold on. This is the question. Oop, I done showed y'all the... I didn't mean to show y'all the answer. You might already seen the answer, though. My bad. I didn't mean to show that one. This is the question that I put up on Truth Tribe Community. And it said, questions, Truth Tribe questions, comment below to answer on the post. This person said, some are so focused on saving marriages, they don't care about healing so we can truly love. What do you think they meant? What do you think they meant? Leave a comment in the live chat and share what you think they meant. But I'm going to share a few comments from people that actually commented on the post. And I thought these answers was just like, y'all better say it. You know, it's no right or wrong answer, but I just love the perspectives that these people had. And I wanted to chat with y'all about this very thing. And then I want to explain how you can be in a marriage and think you have a marriage problem. When you don't, you don't have a marriage problem. You have another kind of problem that we'll talk about in a minute. But before we get to the responses, let me say peace to some of y'all. Peace, Nyoka. Thank you for joining us. Peace, Shelly Ann. Thank you for joining us. Peace, Seashells. What a special treat this Wednesday. Yeah, I know, right? I was like, let me go live. I don't got to think too much to do this one. Thank you, Seashells, for joining us. Peace, Ree Marie. Thank you for joining us. Peace, Deborah Ham. Wait a minute. Is that a new picture, Deborah? Do I know you? See, I y'all gotta excuse me. I know you some of y'all by the names, and I know other people by the um the profile photo. Is that did you change your profile photo? Or am I thinking about somebody else that looks like you? <laughs> Peace, Deborah, the caravan of Yah. I have not seen you in here in a while. You took a social media break or something? I used to see your name in here and I didn't see it in a while. Uh, Seashells, thank you, Coach Zara, for showing up for us despite all that you have going on. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Okay, why am I, is this working? Excuse me y'all, I'm trying to turn this up real quick. Excuse me. Why is, I don't know why this, okay, there it is, it's kicking in now. This is making me hot, but I need this to balance the, the color in the room. Okay, so back to the question. If you didn't answer on the post, that's totally fine. Um, Because we're going to talk about it a little bit today, but you're welcome to answer in the live chat. But again, some are so focused on saving marriages. They don't care about healing so that we can truly love. Um, this is usually when I, when I ask these questions on um, Truth Tribe community tab. And by community tab, I mean, I'm asking them uh, on YouTube. I, I don't think you can see this if you don't have the app. But in the YouTube app, if you use it from your app, you'll be able to see these questions. And I usually try to ask a question like once a week. Sometimes I might 
not do it but most times i try to ask a question and i just wanted y'all to see these response some of these responses were so awesome so fifth prince 15 he put i would say they are not focused on the root of their problem rather what was broken by the thing they haven't healed from yet because you heal as an individual your marriage will then begin to heal in that process fifth Prince 15, listen, hold up just a minute. Can we just give Fifth Prince 15 a hand clap? Do y'all hear this? Do y'all see this response? Do y'all see this response? Fifth Prince 15, yes, I feel you. So what do y'all think Fifth Prince fifth prince 15 is saying in that response to the question and again you can see the question on the youtube community tab but also put it up here but what do y'all think about fifth prince's response i thought that was so awesome and i don't think a lot of people think about it in this way which is why they stay in marriages that never heal but they think they're glorifying y'all um by not healing but staying in a marriage as if it's some some you know some great sacrifice which we talked about obedience is better than sacrifice what did y'all think about fifth prince's comment read marie says that's right deborah the caravan of yah gave it a hand clap yes let's look at another response yeah nayoka nayoka says his response was very thought out yeah man i thought that was such an awesome response and we got even more awesome responses look at this to the next question candace pettigrew 6750 says i think that means that some hold on let me turn the music down if i got it up too high is it too high there we go um i think that means that some people idolize their spouse and marriage over the most high yacht you should not have no idols before me in their relationship with him our relationship with the most high comes first so that we can properly heal and love the way that he would have us to candace pettigrew listen candace pettigrew another hand clap for candace pettigrew idolizing your spouse idolizing your marriage over and above the most high yah this relationship with the most high yah comes first so that she says we can properly heal and even love the way you're supposed to in your covenant how y'all feeling candace pettigrew 6750's response to that question i thought it was really dope I really, I enjoyed reading this. It, it brought a smile to my face. Like we've been talking about in healing pain with Proverbs, how good news is such a, um, it like it enlightens the bones. I hear so much more people trying to argue with me that abuse is acceptable and that a woman need, it's a part of a woman's submission. And I'm like, 
it grieves my heart that you even want to believe that. That you want to, that you're okay, that that's acceptable. You know, some things are just spiritual common sense. We should not be, and I'm not talking about just physical abuse. I'm not talking about like, I think, you know, physical abuse is at the high spectrum. Emotional can be as well. But I'm talking about emotional abuse, verbal abuse, mental abuse. I'm talking about grieving your spouse, neglecting them to the point of the fact that they feel like they're dehydrated of love, dying like a plant dies without water and sunshine, right? And, and you just, you see this person, their soul dying before you. You see them getting all kind of sickness and inflammation because of the stress that this relationship is putting on them. And then we say, y'all's okay with that as long as you stay married. How are we, is that saving a marriage, y'all? Is the marriage actually saved just because they stay together even though they're killing each other's souls? There's death occurring. So like Candace Pettigrew talked about in this one, how one, one of the commandments is not to idolize. And then another one is not to murder, Right? You murdering each other with this emotional unwellness and that's okay. Y'all, these are the things people argue with me about and come at me about on my channel and my everyday life and my real life too. Um, and it's sickening that they really think that this is okay. Like this is acceptable. Um, speaking of murder and I'll address this in healing pain with Proverbs. Forgive me for saying nobody told me this. I just felt convicted about this. Um, when I listened back to Healing Payment Proverbs 15 that I just did on Monday, and I said in the um petition to the Most High, like murder the spirit of confusion. The Most High does not murder, the Most High kills, but killing is different than murder. Like, if you defend yourself and someone ends up dying, there is a killing that occurred, but it wasn't murder if this makes sense to y'all, but a murder is like a premeditated unlawful act of killing. But kid, there's a, there's a way that, um, death coming upon somebody could be lawful. Um, and murder is not one of them. So I misuse the word as I do sometimes. If y'all listen to me, I listen back to some of my stuff and I'll be like, that is not the word I meant to use. Sometimes it'd be so much stuff going on outside or in the background or in the other room. I lose my train of thought and I'll say a different word, but you know, that's why I thank y'all for his grace and his mercy. And I thank you that my perfection is found in him and not myself because I'm not perfect. I told y'all that, but I did want to apologize. Um, if that, that word, the usage of that word offended anybody, cause it offended me when I listened back to it. I didn't mean to use that word. Um, sometimes I just, I use the wrong word. Um, but y'all does not murder. That is not his nature. So forgive me for saying that, please. Um, but that's another, you know, on the topic of what we're on, idolizing anything above Yah is unlawful and then murder is unlawful. So why do we think when we're in a marriage with someone who's murdering our soul, killing, like killing it by murder, unlawful, you're not taking care of the person the way that your covenant commands you to, but that's okay. As long as we stay married. Let me see what some of y'all think in the comments because, yeah, I got to go back. Um, okay, Deborah Ham, forgive me. 
maybe I'm thinking of what is her name? Hold on. Hold on. I got her name written down here. It's Janae Hamilton. I don't know. Okay, that's what it is. I'm thinking you're Janae Hamilton because Deborah Ham, the Ham in Deborah Ham is like Hamilton in Janae. And the y'all kind of do maybe slightly a little bit look like from far, far away. Forgive me. I'm told that I look like others a lot. You're unique though. You are your unique self. Forgive me for saying that. I thought you were somebody else, so I got that mixed up. Uh, Shelly Ann says, indeed. Seashell says, if that ain't the truth. Nayoka says, really dope. Oh, yes. Deborah, Deborah, the caravan of Yah says, true. Nothing good comes from idolatry. Yes. Anna Malia V says, toxic people can kill you. Also making you sick mentally, emotionally, physically, and might I add spiritually. Yes kill you and we've been talking about that on beware of the narcissist Nayoka says if said from a marriage counselor they're more focusing on helping keeping the marriage couple together thinking that's giving them credit instead of actually helping the couple uh not everyone is meant to stay together yeah I I I I get what you're saying there because um I've been around a lot of people who who focus so much on saving a marriage as opposed to helping the people heal, that they're missing the isolated incidents. They're missing the individual incidents that we'll talk about in a minute. And it's just my perspective, not saying that I'm right and my way is right. And, you know, this is the only way to do things. Um, but in my experience, whenever I try to help a couple who is married as if it's a marital issue, when it's an individual issue affecting the marriage, we waste nothing gets changed. Because it's not a marriage problem. Like this is titled not a marriage problem. So we're going to talk, we're going to get more into it, but I want to show some more um, responses to the question. If you're just coming in and you missed the question, I shared a question on YouTube community tab as I try to do on a weekly basis, at least one a week. The question that I shared this week or, or was it last week, y'all? It might've been last week. This person says some are so focused on saving marriages. They don't care about healing so we can truly love. And I asked, what do you think they meant? So let's see the next response. Water walking studio 61. And it might be longer than that. Cause I see the, the ellipse there after it. So it might be more to this name, but this person says, I think a lot of people focus on Yah hates divorce. And so they try to encourage people to stay in toxic cycles. It's true that AI hates divorce, but we can't ignore the other things he hates. For example, Proverbs 6, 16 through 19. If we aren't encouraging repentance, if we are not encouraging repentance and changes in behaviors in marriages, we are not encouraging environments where we can even do two of the most important commands loving Yah with our heart, soul, mind, and strength, and loving our neighbor as our self. Listen, listen, Linda. <laughs> Water Walking Studios name is not Linda. Listen, Water Walking Studios, you better write that response on a community question from the YouTube truth tribe question last week i think it was last week i don't think it was this week 
This was awesome. I love this response. So awesome. And it's so funny how the theme that we see running through here was not even planned, but we're talking about commands and commandments within love and abuse is found nowhere in that. And we're seeing that when we do accept or tolerate abuse in a marriage, whether it is emotional, verbal, mental, spiritual, physical, that we are actually breaking the commandments, yo. We're making an idol out of a relationship above obeying the most high, whether you're idolizing the spouse or the marriage. And we're even murdering because somebody's dying when abuse is happening. Their soul is like killing the soul of a person. And if we look at the Messiah, how he was often, you know, talking about, no, if you even look at her with lust, you committed adultery. Did the man physically commit adultery? No, he said you did it with your eyes and your heart. So why is it different when we talk about abuse? I didn't kill her dead or him dead. They not on the floor bloody. But if you even kill the soul of a person, it's like murder. That's a commandment. We're not supposed to murder. So it's like, I am so grieved that so many people really think that abusing their wives, some women abuse their husbands, but it's more men abusing the woman. It's more a man abusing a woman. So I'm not saying that men don't get abused too, but in majority cases, is men trying to justify abusing their wife, even to me, justify it and think that as long as I provide for her, as long as she got something to eat and somewhere to live, everything else is up for justification. And I see this, I look at a lot of women like that, like a flower. Like a beautiful, beautiful flower. Like she was once a really beautiful, bright flower in a pot just shining. And I look at it like this man took that pot and that flower and said before, yeah, I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to take care of this flower. And then when he got it, he kept forgetting to water it. Because see, women are not as most women, I'll say, are not as sexual they don't have a physical, uh, sexual physical need as much as men do in majority of cases. The way that we are nurtured is emotion. We need to have an emotional intimacy. Most men want sexual intimacy and they fail to realize that it's connected to emotional intimacy for us to enjoy the sexual intimacy. And so... The flower starts to die because they're not getting nurtured. They're not talked to kindly. They're not considered. They're not being asked how they are and what they need. They are being um, verbally assaulted. They're being called names. They're being gossiped about maybe and talking about them to their, their parent or somebody else. Or they talk about them to their children, talk down to them. And a woman is just not built to withstand that over a long period of time. I know as, as a woman of color, we strong now. Now we strong. 
but we are also very fragile. And that's what the scripture was talking about. It wasn't saying we're the weaker vessel, like we weak, because we we women of color, we strong. But we're so fragile. You can easily break us. Be careful. We strong. You know what I'm saying? But we're fragile. There are things that are so strong, but they're so fragile. You have to be extra careful with them. And there are some men who are careless with that flower. And they stop watering it. They stop giving it sunlight. They don't even petition for their wife. They just think she's supposed to be controlled and dominated over. They don't even know what her desires are. Her, her righteous desires are in Yah. What did Yah equip her to do? They didn't even, they don't even ask her. And if they ask her, they don't even support her in it. It's you need to support me a lot of times. And when we do that, eventually, like a real flower, that loses water and sunlight over a long period of time. You look up and this beautiful, bright flower is dead and brown, dried out, breaking, and it just crumbles to pieces. That breaks my heart when the person who took the flower then justifies killing it, murdering it. It just, I don't know. I guess it just didn't, it didn't turn into the sun right. It wouldn't submit the right way. So it died. Breaking commands like that. Breaking commands like that. Let's see what y'all thinking up in her. Um, I got to go back. Seashell says, I've never heard of a distinction between murder and killing. That makes a lot of sense because folks be out here legalizing stuff. Justifying. <sighs> Kanisha Roberts, peace, truth tribe. She put trust tribe. That's right. Trust tribe. Truth tribe. Peace, Latifah Wadi. Thanks for joining us. What you laughing at, Re Marie? What you laughing at? Tell me what you laughing at. I told people in Healing Pain with Proverbs, and I think her name was Courtney Taylor. She had put a line, and then she kind of tells me like what she's referring to. Because sometimes by the time I get to your comments, I'm like 15 thoughts ahead of what I said that made you leave that comment. But I would love to know what it is about, so let me know. Um... Deborah Ham says the individual issues definitely come out in the marriage, but we must be self-aware enough to realize it for what it is and ask the most high to reveal the true issue to us so that we can heal. That's such a great point, Deborah Ham, because I think a lot of people, they don't even want it to be revealed. And that's what I mean by you can't properly care for your marriage if you're not invested in your own seeking of what you need for you and your spouse. Like sometimes I'll be like, I'll be so, it's just so much going on. You know, that's why they said when you get married, you know, your priorities shift. You know, you, you have more things to do as a, a a husband or a wife than when you were single. You had more time that you could devote to the most high. Not saying that the most high, because we know the commandments are to keep him 
above everything else, right? So that's not an excuse that now some something else precedes y'all. It's just that priority shifts in a way where when I may have been able to spend five hours with y'all today in a day is now like maybe 30 minutes a day because I had children and I have to tend to their needs. So it's just a different, but that doesn't mean that the most high doesn't come ahead of that. But like you said, sometimes I get so busy as a wife and a mom, I'll forget literally to be like seeking y'all about my husband. Like what does he need? Because, you know, there there are unspoken needs that we have that we don't even know how to articulate sometimes. And then there are things that sometimes we can only understand by the spirit of the most high. And so as someone being married, if we're not seeking y'all on what those needs are for ourselves first, because we can't help anybody else if we're not well my own, if I'm not well my own self, I can't help nobody else, right? So it's not selfish, it's caring for self properly to be like, what's going on with me first? Then what's going on with my husband? Y'all, is it something that I'm not aware of that he's going through? There are many times I ask the most high and he reveals it to me. And I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know he was dealing with that. And then I'll go have a conversation with him and he will confirm it. Like, yeah, I'm dealing with that. And then I know how to petition for him. I, I ask y'all to give me wisdom on how to meet that need and support him in that thing. But if, like Deborah Ham is saying here, if, if we don't even have the self-reflection for ourselves first, and then if you're married for your spouse and then for your children, how? But you just want somebody to submit to you, though. She just need to shut up and submit and be controlled. Where Where is the love of y'all in that? Like, what, what kind, what, how, huh? What? <sighs> Seashells, they understand the assignment. Truly, wisdom is needed to be able to maneuver in this life. They understood the assignment. Yeah. Awesome. I know, right? Marie Marie says, I love these responses. Listen, I loved these responses so much. I said, I have to share these with the rest of Truth Tribe because I know everybody's not going to go back to an old post and look at what the comments were. And sometimes... It takes me a while before I can even get to it. So I was like, yes, I got to share these. I really love, I love these. Zuzu, peace Zuzu. Where you been Zuzu? Look at, look at Truth Tribe. My support saying, uh, welcome back. I don't know how you know that Zuzu been missing. See, when we'll see y'all names, we'd be like, where you at? Like Ramona the other day. I'm like, where you at Ramona? You good? You good out here? But it's nice to see you Zuzu. I'm glad that you're back. You were able to be here. Yes, Zuzu, it is so heartbreaking. It breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. Like, it breaks my heart. <laughs> yes, I. Listen, Linda. <laughs> if y'all know, that's like a little meme or video that was went viral a few years ago. Yes, listen. Deborah, the caravan of Yah says, oh, yes, emotions are energy and motion. They need to be nourished and truly loved to flow. And this is the thing. Since men are not as emotional, they may not realize that. And that's why you have to be in self-reflection to hear from the most high Yah and depend on his understanding above your own to love a woman well. Same thing with a with a woman. There are things about a man that she just, she ain't equipped in that way. She don't think in that way. So that's why Yah is like, don't lean on your own understanding, okay? Lean on minds. 
So when you lean on Yas in that self-reflection, you hear what you need to give that other person, whether it's a spouse, a child, a coworker, a family member, in any capacity. But when we just expect to dominate and control people and for them to fall in line with abuse and then say it's, it's, the, it's the most high's will, is sickening to me. It sickens me. Like sick, like I, I'm, it's like, I literally feel sick to my stomach. Like no legit, no lot. Like my stomach gets nauseated and I feel like I'm gonna throw up. It grieves my spirit so much when I hear stuff like that. And then for people to slap the most high's name on that kind of behavior. Man, man, listen, let's look at the other response. Cause these responses were so awesome. The next response was from Roosevelt Conklin 5166. And he said that he thought the question meant, and I'll go back to the question real quick. If you're just joining us, you're able to just come in and you don't know what we're talking about. Sometimes I put questions on um, the YouTube community tab. You can only see it if you're in the app on YouTube and you go to community. I try to ask a question once a week. This was the question that I asked recently. And it said, this person said, some are so focused on saving marriages. They don't care about healing so we can truly love. What do you think they meant? So we're talking about that now. And he said, if we directed our focus on the healing aspect, that there wouldn't be a need to save what is already healing. Listen, Linda, hold up. His name ain't Linda. But you know what I'm saying. Listen, Roosevelt Conklin, 5166. Listen. Listen. Just let, let that sink in, y'all. Let that response sink in from Roosevelt. Let it sink in. Let it, let, let it, let it sink in. Just let it sink in. Yeah. Listen, it ain't even a marriage to save if y'all healing is what he's saying. When I was in college, we used to have books called Cliff's Notes. And if you didn't read a whole book, you got the Cliff Notes because it gave you the summary. The Cliff's Notes for what, what's his name? Roosevelt just said is, it ain't a need to heal. It ain't a need to heal a marriage if the people in the marriage is healing. Listen, I love that response. I was reading these and my heart was leaping with joy. I was like, listen, like, it is such a joy to hear that when I'm so used to hearing people a lot on in the social media world, you know, that's the alternate reality, right? Like social media is another world outside of reality. Um, and people have some of the most dumbest, craziest things to say. I didn't know this camera was turning. Hold on, y'all. Hold on. I didn't know the camera was cutting off. It was cut off like that. My bad. What's going on? And it's not turning. Excuse me, y'all. I'm trying to turn it for y'all. 
it's not turning okay it's just gonna have to be over it. i'm gonna fix it next time but um i thought that was awesome because i when i tell you my heart sometimes when i come on youtube and i'm saying certain things i'm i'm battling things that i hear about love like this vomit that comes out of people's mouths, like saying crazy stuff about love. And it's just like, and I hear all of that. And then I have to get on here and share stuff about love and relationships when I'm just, I'm hearing all this junk and nonsense. And because I am very sensitive, like highly sensitive like that, I can't just dismiss it. I have to, I have to like, I have to go through a process to get that out of me, out of my spirit. You know what I'm saying? And so that process of getting it out, it's almost like getting a virus or an infection, like a bacteria. You can't see it. But when you get it, it's in you. And you got to go through a process to get that thing out of you. That's how words are with many of us, most of us. And for me, it's like 10 times that because I'm so sensitive. You know what I'm saying? People that are sensitive like that are that way in order to help people because you kind of got to feel what a person is going through to help them if you can't identify with them it's hard to to help them i i believe and so hearing a, a bunch of nonsense um especially because i'm not affiliated with no religious system not one and if you've been paying attention to beware the narcissist you know the that the religious construct is just a counterfeit of what the spiritual was really supposed to be. So I don't, that's my, that's where I'm at on that. So I don't deal with that, but because I know who I am and I know that the people in the book are not what I was always, who I was always told they were, people assume that I belong to some type of sect. And then all those people flock to me. I know who I am. I know who the people in the book are. I know the most high's name, all of that, but I'm not a part of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, but people just assume because you say certain words and you know certain information, you must be one of us. I'm not one of you. If that's what you think, if you think you can abuse women, if you think you can have um, relationship, inappropriate relationships with underage girls, if you think that you can beat your woman and she need to shut up, if you think that submission is only one way and it is not mutual, and I know this is not just, you know, Hebrew people, but even in Christianity, I've dealt with this. But what I'm saying is if that's what you believe, we are not the same. I don't belong to what you belong to. So you, you, you at the wrong address if you thought you was coming over. So you could go ahead and leave because you wasn't invited here. So I just... But it's a constant. It used to be more constant than it is now. I've been asking Yada to shield me and guard me from that trash because it just grieves my spirit so much. It makes it hard for me to, to do what I need to do. Um, so lately it hasn't been as constant, thank, thankfully. But it is there still. And they're like people who are literally justifying abusing their wives physically justifying abusing their wives emotionally justifying neglecting their wives justifying controlling and dominating their wives and using scripture to do it now we can use scripture to justify anything when you don't have the spirit you can find a scripture to condone homosexuality people do it all the time you can find a scripture to condone having 
inappropriate relationships with animals. You can find a scripture to condone having inappropriate relationships with underage girls. Like you can find a scripture and flip it into the way that you want it. That's why I try to tell y'all knowledge don't mean nothing. Knowledge absent and void of the spirit and divine righteous wisdom is trash. So there's a lot of knowledge out here because people take things and then make it say it, say this, so they can justify their perversions. Um, but I'm not justifying that nonsense. I'm not justifying that mess. You know what I'm saying? So it's like people come over here trying to tell me that these y'all is okay with abusing a woman and, and y'all is okay with, you know, all of this perverted, these perverted and wicked behaviors against one another. What? So when I read these, it just, it brought life to me. Like it, it just, I was like, ah, oh. it was like laying out in the sun. Like, Ooh, I needed that. Like, Ooh, you just lay there in the sun. Like you ever work a job. I remember I used to have this job in Manhattan and, um, before they moved my office to a window where I had a window view, I was, it was no windows. It was just dark in there. So I didn't know if it was night or day. I'm just in an office all day. Anybody been in a job like that? You don't even know. Once you get in there and sit down, you don't know if it's night or day no more. And you don't know what it is until you go outside. And then you go outside and say you have a shift where you go on your lunch break and it's still light outside and it's sun and you've been in the dark or the cold and you just like, oh, mm. that's how I felt when I read some of these responses, because it's just a dark, cold bunch of nonsense people justifying abuse and because my relationship is predominantly about relationships not just romantic though you know they think i'm just i'm not talking about just marriage i'm talking about any kind of relationship on this channel just interpersonal relationships but a lot of weirdos come over here about marital religious beliefs about marriage and justifying abusing their wife and making their wife feel like she is in sin because she won't accept his abuse. Like she's in sin over that. Like, like y'all, I'm not joking. Like in sin, like she's like, she is like the most high is going to curse her. If she don't set bound, if she sets boundaries with him, she'll be cursed. And there's so many stories and scriptures that go against that. But everybody tries to focus the ones that they can pervert. And, uh, and, and flip into what they wanted to say and then confuse the woman, which is gaslighting. And then she believes it. And I'm just, I'm nauseated by it. I told y'all the other day, I said, y'all, maybe I'm not the one for this job. I said that cause I, I'm just being sure I'm high. Can I just have a transparent moment with y'all? Can I just have a transparent moment with y'all? I, t I, I said to y'all the other day, I said, y'all, maybe this ain't the job for me. And then I felt like the, mo the spirit of the most high was like, why? I love the spirit of the most high. The spirit of the most high. You want to talk about, like, if you look at the Messiah and some of his responses uh, to the Pharisees and stuff like that. I'm like, how did he come up with that? Like, the spirit of the most high is so... Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like, the spirit of the most high is just on point. It... it, it it ain't shade, but it'd be like a light shade sometimes. It'd be a loving shade. Like, you, you reconsider that. And so, um, 
I said to y'all, I'm having my personal talk with him. I said, y'all, maybe I, I ain't the one for this. And the, the spirit, the Ruach says, why? And I said, um, let me think about that. Hold up, because I'm in my feelings right now. And I ain't processed them. I just wanted to just talk freely and get it out and vent. And when I thought about it, I said, um, I'm so disgusted with the things that people justify, the abuse and all the stuff that people justify. And some days I feel like I can't take it. Like, I feel like I can't take it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I am, I'm so grieved. I'm so disgusted with these justifications of abusing people emotionally and physically and verbally and spiritually that I just, I must, I might not be the one. And then the spirit of the most high was like, that's exactly why you're the one. If that ain't divine wisdom, I don't know what is. I'm like, I must not be the one because I can't take. I have such a disdain for this. And the spirit said, that's why you're the one. Because you need to be like that towards it in order to, to deal with it. If you don't hate it, if you don't have a disgust towards it, how would I use you? you don't, you're not even sick of it. You got to get sick of it. You know, they talk about when a woman's fed up, there ain't nothing you can do about it. When a person gets fed up, there's a different kind of person you're dealing with than the person who ain't fed up yet. But once a person gets fed up, oh, this is, ain't too much you can say or do. And I'm fed up with it. I'm so fed up with it. But I have my days where I'm like, yeah, I need you to help me, like, refuel me, like, Help me, because I'm tired of this sickness out here. How in the world can you be murdering a person slowly by through their emotions and their mental and their spiritual will and call that love or obedience to the most high? Yeah. How? We so deceived. And these weirdos coming over here, not recently, thankfully, but not too far away either, justifying that crap with scripture. Mm-mm-mm. Um, Deborah Ham, we must love others as we love ourselves. We aren't truly loving ourselves if we aren't loving others well, right? It's just like the most high I said. I, I tell people sometimes, like if I, I have a couple, um, they'll talk about that. And I'll say, the, the scripture says, how can you love Yah? You don't even love the person in front of you. You don't love y'all if you can't love them in front of you. You don't know y'all. You don't love y'all if you can't love your wife well. You can't even love the woman sitting right in your face and the children right in your face. But you, you a righteous man? You don't love your husband well. It's usually not. It's usually this is the way what I did. But anyway, you don't love these people well. But you love y'all? How? Y'all says no. You don't love me and I don't know you. If you don't love that one right in your face. Mm. Lydia Tumaney says I'm sick by it too because I was a victim of it my ex's mom would say the craziest things about how our relationship should go and chop it up to the Holy Spirit and the Bible see that's the thing that grieves my spirit it's one thing when you try to justify abuse with your own understanding it's another thing when you try to put your name on that 
Like, you're not about to put my father's name on that nonsense. Don't put my father's name on that. Like, don't put his name on that. That Don't do that. That's what grieves me when people make a spiritual thing on it. Like, let's look at the next response. Because I just, these, I love these. They, they were like life to me. Um, Salise F. I think I'm saying your name. Salise F, 1352. I think it's highlighting the fact that many will put religious band-aids on serious issues for the sake of keeping up appearances instead of doing the hard work of going deep to clean out the womb so they can actually heal. Celise, I hope I'm saying your name right. Listen. Y'all, y'all, listen, mm. I'm going to read this one more time. Salise said, I think it's highlighted. If you're just joining us, we're talking about this question here that I posed on the uh, YouTube community tab, which you will only see if you're in the app on YouTube. Uh, recently, the Truth Tribe question for that week said, this person said some are so focused on saving marriages. They don't care about healing so we can truly love. What do you think they meant? I'm going to read what Salise said again. I hope I'm saying your name correctly. If I'm not, let me know how to say it right in the chat. If you're here or in the comment section, if you watch the playback, I think it's highlighting the fact that many will put religious band-aids on serious issues for the sake of keeping up appearances instead of doing the hard work of going deep to clean out the wound so they can actually heal. Some of my favorite words in this response include religious band-aids, serious issues, appearances, hard work, going deep, Clean out, wound, and heal. She wrote that response. I'm like, you better say it. Oh, that was life to me. That was life to me. That was life to me. Thank you for your your responses, the ones that I shared for this. I appreciate y'all made my day. When I read that, I felt like air medicine life food peace rest it was it was beautiful thank y'all for y'all responses these people here that left responses on these questions um and i'll go back and i'll say your names real quick uh fifth prince 15 Candace Pettigrew, 6750, Walter Walking Studios, 61, and uh, Roosevelt Conklin, and Celise F. 
1352. Thank y'all. So y'all made my day because I've been going through it. Y'all made my day. I needed to hear that I am not the only one. You know, sometimes people make you feel like you're crazy for knowing the truth. It's a lot of sorrow that comes with knowing the truth. Like when Yahusha wept, the Messiah wept. It was sorrow over just like this massive hurt that you really believe that. It hurts. It hurts. It feels like I'm constantly wounded by lies and deception. And then I got to recover from that so I could get up and, and continue on in my portion of this journey. Everybody's portion is different. So everybody's not going to feel as um, compassionate about this issue. Um, people will not like it, but they may not. It may not be that deep to them. And people tell me all the time, it's not that deep, Zara. <laughs> it's that deep to me. Is that deep to me? Because I see what's happening to the person behind the physical. Like you, a person can walk around and look beautiful and be dying on the inside. And if you can reverse her from the outside, put the inside on the outside and see what she's feeling and going through. That's deep. That's deep to me. And many people will never get the healing they need because of a religious band-aid the religious band-aid of submission the religious band-aid of a false obedience to yah which is really to an idol and not yah because yah is not okay with abusing his precious daughters he's not okay with that you're not doing him a favor by accepting that as a matter of fact when you look at the story with abigail and nabal um, I think that's how you pronounce his name, right? Let me know if I'm wrong. He was a fool. He the definition of a fool in Proverbs. And she always had to keep cleaning up his mess. Now, there was a time in history where the man had the money. So women didn't have money like that. So they couldn't really leave like a lot of women can do today. And I'm not encouraging divorce. That's not what I'm saying. You, you try to save your marriage by any means. Not any means, my bad. Not by any means, y'all. You try every last thing you can righteously to save your marriage. I'm not saying you jump out the window in five seconds. It takes time before you go to a divorce. That should be, there should be a period of long suffering before you make a decision like that. And you you be suffering and it'd be long. Um, but when you make a choice like that, there is a period of long suffering that you have to allow in order to make a proper decision. You can't just jump out the window cause you uncomfortable. I ain't talking about people being uncomfortable. I'm not talking about, I just don't like you no more. I'm not talking about you in a relationship and you know, he just get on my nerves or I want to be with somebody else. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're being abused. I'm talking about you're being neglected. I'm talking about they're putting you into situations where you have anxiety attacks. I'm talking about they putting you in situations where you're having panic attacks. I'm talking about they breaking down your nervous system. I'm talking about you can't think straight. I'm talking about you having short-term memory issues because of the trauma on your nervous system. I'm talking about they beating you. I'm talking about they hitting you. I'm talking about they throwing you down. I'm talking about they talking about you to your children and calling you all kind of B words and F words to your children in your face. I'm talking about they spitting on you. I'm talking about they pulling your hair. I'm talking about they shaking you. I'm talking about that. That's what I'm talking about. You see that that makes me mad. 
Because how dare you do that to a precious daughter of the Most High Yah? You sick. That's demented. Demented. Demon-ented. That's what that is. And we don't justify that with scripture. Oh, that makes me mad. Oh, that makes me mad. A righteous anger. I have a righteous anger towards that. I'm the right one. The most, the, the spirit of the most high reminded me the other day. No, you the right one. You know how they say you got the wrong one. In the hood, it's like, you better watch out. You got the wrong one. What they really mean is you got somebody that ain't going to tolerate that. Let me tell you something. Let me take my glasses off so you can see my eyes when I say this, even though I look really tired. Oh my gosh, I'm about to cry. I don't I ain't even mean to do this on here. If you, if somebody is watching this, like some of y'all are, and some of you are very quiet, you don't say anything, you just watch me. Because you're uncomfortable and you, you don't know how to agree with what I'm saying because you're so gaslit into believing you deserve the abuse that you're getting. But some of y'all do reach out to me and let me know. On You won't say it up in here because you don't want whoever is abusing you to find out. But you found a safe space here and then you let me know on the, on the side, on the sneak. I never would never say your name. But some of y'all do that. Let me tell you something. To a woman... If, uh, if you're in a marriage or you're in a relationship and you feel like you're losing your mind and you feel like you're not beautiful and you feel like you're not worthy of Yah's love for you and you feel like you just, you, you don't know how much more you can take. And you feel like, how could a loving most high condone this? Won't he save me? Why is he not saving me? I want to let you know you play a part in that. Yah wants to rescue the oppressed, but you got to help him do what he's trying to do. You cannot sit there and think he's going to just... Like a genie, it don't work like that. You got to make new decisions. You got to set new boundaries. You got to start speaking up for yourself with a righteous compassion, anger against sin and disobedience to the love of the Most High Yah. You don't just sit in it and think it's going to stop. It's not going to stop that way. You are worthy of love, whoever you are. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of love. No matter. Look, we all got sin. Okay. I got sin in my history. I done done some jacked up stuff in my past. You know, sexual perversions because I was molested. So I didn't really understand sex the right way. The way I do now. And so when you're young and that happens, it perverts you. And then. You accept things that you normally wouldn't accept if you knew better. And that was me. I accept being sexually abused against after I had been molested for a while. There are things that I let things happen to me in my body. That if I could go back now and meet that Negro. And he can meet my husband. Which you did to me. If I could call the cops. 
It's a thing called uh, the statute of limitations, Negro. I will press charges against you for what you did to me. But it's too late now. But it ain't too late with the most high Yah. He sees and he knows. So this is, this is coming from a place. I know what that feels like. And I didn't deserve it. And you don't deserve it. You don't, who deserves abuse? Why are we justifying this crap? I'm so tired of it. You don't deserve for your husband to neglect and beat and abuse you. And think it's glorifying Yah who loves you and calls you his precious daughter. Fearfully and wonderfully made in his image. And he wants that for you? So, not a marriage problem. And as you see with the slides, if you missed some of them, go ahead and go back and look at some of the responses. They were life to me. I just, I needed, I'm just, I was so thankful to read that there are people out here on this earth who don't think that abuse is love or some kind of spiritual maturity. Thank y'all. I needed it. I needed that. I needed that. Um, I needed to read that. So thank you. So look out for the next question. I, I try to leave a question once a week on the community tab in YouTube. Um, you know, don't just answer because you just think I'm going to put it up here on the board. You just want to be seen. No, really, if it really, if you really have something to say about it, share it. Um, and it ain't all, you know, spooky and religious and critical. Um, it's just like, that was just, I just love those responses. Like I, I had to sit it, sit it, look at it in my phone and be like, we're, we're out there. Oh my gosh, we're out there. You know, cause it's, so many religious people are justifying abuse and abusive marriages. And they're telling, they're saying that I'm a feminist because I'm standing up for what I'm standing up for. And they're saying that I am um, promoting divorce. How do, I'm sorry, how does one who's been married going on uh, what feels like 25 years, but it's like 20 years of marriage promote divorce? How does one who's in a healthy marriage for, for this long and wants to stay in her marriage and nourishes her marriage and loves her husband promoting divorce? How? 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 I'm not promoting divorce, but I know that sometimes divorce is the answer to an abusive reprobate demon. If he reprobate, if you've tried counseling... If you tried, if you tried to hold him to repentance, he won't repent. You've had a, you've had a, a season of long suffering. You've prayed and you fasted for him. You've held him accountable. You've set clear boundaries that he's aware of. You've asked him to go get help and he won't go get no help. Like we talked about in Proverbs, he won't go to nobody. And if he goes to somebody, he either charms them into making them think you the one who crazy. He's so sweet. What is your problem with him? They don't, they don't understand this spirit. So even therapists and counselors get caught up because you sit in the counseling office and he's such a charmer that the counselor loves him and think you're the problem. It's a spirit of narcissism. It happens to people who can't possess that spirit. They're very charming. 
So the person who's supposed to be helping them falls in love with them. And now you look like the problem. You look like the crazy one. And you've been abused for so long. You have a what's called, they called it reactive abuse. But I call it just a reactive response to their abuse that makes you behave the term crazy making. You act a little crazy because you, you feel like you are losing your mind. But it's not you. It's what they're putting you through. But if the person ain't trained to see that, they think you doing too much. I've seen it a number of times with people that come and talk to me. And tell me this crap. And I see right through the person. And then the dude don't want to work with me. Because I see through him. And they're like I don't like her. No we got to pick somebody else. Y'all know why you don't like me. Because I don't play with that nonsense. Don't bring that crap over here. You ain't about to be abusing her. And I'm going to justify it. With no scripture ever. But anyway. Um, so you don't have an, a marriage problem. A lot of people. A lot of women are thinking that. they My marriage. My marriage. My marriage. My marriage, my marriage, my marriage. No, it's, it's your partner, your partner, your partner. It's not your marriage. If the issue within the partner gets fixed, if the sin gets cleansed out of him or her, you know, because it's, it's not just a, a man doing this to a woman. A woman could do this to a man as well. But from my experience, it's predominantly a man doing this to a woman, even historically, it's the, this man using this dominance and control over the woman in the name of the Most High Yah, using the Bible to abuse her. How you use the Bible to abuse somebody? Using the Bible to abuse somebody. Like that is, that's the sickening thing to me, yo. So then you make this woman think she's, she's demonic for wanting to not be abused anymore. It's a sick, sick, twisted game out here that people playing. But it's not a marriage problem. Yes, your marriage is being affected, but it's the problem with the person who won't repent. Now, it's a whole bunch of layers there. It's a number of layers, but the root is you don't want to repent. You're an unrepentant person. And the longer you stay unrepentant about hurting me, about sinning against me, about abusing me, you will then become reprobate. When you become reprobate, then the Most High will give you over to that sin. Now you're acting like a whole demon. And a woman's supposed to stay with that? She didn't break the covenant. He did. She decides to leave that. She did not break the covenant because she, she left that. He broke the covenant when he became a demon towards her. Because how can you operate in the covenant of love acting like a demon? You broke the covenant, bruh. If you act like that, stop telling her she did that. You did that. The moment you stopped loving her well, you broke the covenant. But see, that's the game they play. They do that flip switch, that guilt, that shame. You got to make you think you crazy for tolerating, for not tolerating sin. She ain't crazy. I'm really compassionate about this. It's a righteous anger though, y'all. Because I'm seeing people coming to me over years. I'm talking about years of my life with this same nonsense. And I know it probably ain't never going to end. Because that's just the world that we live in. Until we with the most high, this ain't going to end. This is going to be what it is. It, don't, it ain't getting better. But I at least want to be a voice to help the oppressed Oppression ain't just about slavery against black people. Oppression is about people in relationships being dominated and controlled and abused. That's oppression. The Most High said we're supposed to speak up for the oppressed. 
That's the type of oppressed that I'm speaking up for over here. People don't like it. They get uncomfortable. They think I'm doing so much, whatever. I, that's fine. You can think whatever you want to think. But I've been abused. I've been abused sexually. I've been abused physically. I've been through some stuff in my marriage, okay? My husband is, is not today who he is today. Is not who he was when we met. I've been through some stuff, okay? And I done healed from it. And when you see what you was in, and you heal from it, and you see somebody else in that, I guess some people can do it, but I, I just, I can't, I can't see that and, and not be a voice for it. I can't help everybody. I'm only one person. I cannot sit here working with every person in there. I, that ain't, I, don't do it to me. You know what I'm saying? I can't. I try to use this vehicle to help a number of people at one time. Because many people can watch the video without needing me to do the video over and over and over again. Right? They can just play it and I'm done. I just did it once and it could go on. I'm not trying to sit and save everybody. I don't have a savior complex. That's not me. I used to. <laughs> I had to get some help because I was getting burned out. Um, I used to have a savior complex just because I was so passionate about um, what the most high did for me. I wanted to do it for everybody else. And I had to learn you can't do it for everybody else. Even those who want it. You're just one person. You can't, you can't do that. So, but what I do love about this vehicle is that I can help a number of people at one time if they just watch the video. Even though I can't work with them one on one. And so I just, I'm a voice for the oppressed. I'm speaking up for those oppressed at heart. It grieves my spirit. Cause I'm like, I, I used to be in that and I'm here to tell you I got out and you ain't got to be in it either. But it's by the grace of the most high that he restored my marriage from a lot of these issues. Um, but it was me setting boundaries it didn't just happen overnight. It didn't just happen because it just one day I woke up and we were good. No, he met a different kind of woman than today back then. And I met a different kind of man than today back then. We were two different people and we, we was, you know, and then we got married and it was a whole bunch of trauma and, and a bunch of trash and nonsense and confusion. And, and we loved each other, but we didn't know how because of all of those things. And so I had to show him how to love me. He had to help me know how to love him. But it don't just happen because you wish that it would. There are decisions you have to make and there's choices you have to make. It's work. But what you're not going to do is abuse me. And what you're not going to do is abuse nobody in my presence. And what you're not going to do is abuse nobody that I'm connected to that's like a friend of mine. Like if somebody's my friend in real life, you're not about to abuse her. I'll send my husband over there. Like that's what you let you let me know. My husband getting sent over there. I don't do all like we not playing all of that in the name of God and Yah and all of that. No, it became my business when you oppressed. The Most High says expose wicked deeds. It became my business, and we got up in your marital issues. If you my friend, if you ain't my friend in real life, and I don't know you, I would never do this because I don't know enough. But if you my friend, then I know enough. And if I find out about something like that, we getting involved. And it should be the same with you. I'm not saying to go jump to people's rescue and to people's aid. Don't do that. I'm not saying that. You can get hurt that way because some people are crazy out here. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying don't just don't if a, like don't just tell a woman to submit to that. I hear a number of people saying they went to get help in some religious entity and they told her to submit better. 
How has that helped them? How do you submit to the devil? Because that demonic behavior is of the devil. It's not of Yah. How you... I'm sorry. I thought we were supposed to make an idol out of here. I thought we, like, Yah is supposed to be no... I, like, to my understanding, it says it has no other idol. But you want me to submit, which is a form of bowing down to evil through what he's doing. I'm sorry. How am I going to submit to evil, but the commandment tell me not to? What? I hear that all the time. It's nonsense. It's nonsense. When you're being abused, that's nonsense. And like I said, I'm not talking about you just don't like somebody or he just getting on your nerves. You know, my husband gets on my nerves sometimes. I get on my husband's nerves sometimes. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about abuse and neglect. That's what I'm talking about. Not a marriage problem. That's a problem with the person who won't repent. At the root, it could be a lot of other things. It could be trauma. It could be um, it could be a lot. But um, at the root of it, it's just unrepentance. You don't you won't repent. You're not you don't have sorrow for what you did to me. You don't have sorrow for what you did to me. You won't acknowledge it. You won't confess it. So then you can't get cleansed from it. So then you keep doing it to me. At the root, really, at the root of it, it's just that you're just an unrepentant person. And when a person stays like that for too long, like I said, they become reprobate. And there's nothing you can tell them. There's no marriage counselor that can help you with a reprobate person. There's no um, no sermon, no script, nothing can help you with a reprobate person. Because Yah himself then gave them over to that. Okay, I got to get out of here. I didn't even mean to be on here this long. But I start talking about this. I start getting like, whew, because I don't like it. I don't like it. Um, Hold on. Yes, Reed Marie said this one need like a 30 second clap. That one from Celise, right? I mean, they were all awesome. But that, yeah, they're just, they're awesome. Debraham says facts. Yes. Debraham says, for the sake of keeping up appearances, that part. Right. Seashell says, next time someone shames for still being single, I'm going to ask them for their number just to send them this love. <laughs> Listen, take your time. Especially in these days, there's a lot of unrighteousness and craziness out here. So listen, you let y'all be your timetable for that. Don't you get caught up. In this nonsense, just so you could be married for the sake of an appearance. Look, yes, very true. So many things are actually that deep. When I talked about people telling me it's not that deep, yes, it is that deep. It is that deep. One, two, is it okay for an emotionally abused wife, a wife accused of cheating but never did, to start a new relationship with another man? After abandoning her marriage and not being divorced from her husband. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's not okay. Yah is a Yah of order. Even when somebody don't demonstrate order with you, we are still held to a standard of order. So no, I don't think that it is a wise, righteous thing to do to start another relationship when you still in your first that's chaos and confusion. And then you don't have the most high support on you because you just made a situation worse in what you're doing. 
So now you don't have like you need when when you wake up to the deception that you're in and you decide to set some new boundaries and and do a, you know a, a separation like sometimes people think separation is a bad thing. Separation can be a beautiful thing. My husband and I were separated a few times to help us get where we are. And separation does not always lead to divorce. Sometimes separation leads to a stronger marriage because you get to work on your individual self so that the marriage can be stronger. You know what I'm saying? Um, a separation I had with my husband, we were in the same home, but we were separated. We were in different rooms while we worked some things out. And then we came back together when those things got worked out. Then there are times I left the home and we were separated. Um, but a separation is not always a bad thing. And it's not always something that leads to divorce. Sometimes it's the very thing you need for the people to heal or the person that's unrepentant to heal before he can be exposed to the person that he's abused in order to nurture her back to health again. If that makes sense. But when you don't even do that and you just start another relationship. You asking for more trouble than you already have as if what you already have ain't enough. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's an order. We got to have an order to the way we do things, the way we leave, the way that we. Um, now, if you're in a dangerous situation, like Proverbs says. Because people are like, well, I can't leave because that's that that's not order. But in Proverbs, it says here. Um, the prudent sees danger and hides himself. But the simple go on and suffer for it. So. When we talking about um, order, we don't want to just do things. Uh, this is just my opinion. Hold on. We don't want to just do things. Um, be, because we're in a situation. Um, and we think that. And I know. Because when you're neglected emotionally. You feel so thirsty for attention. Like it's very easy to get caught up in that. I did a video about that with my husband and I. There is a time in our marriage. Where he was emotionally neglecting me. And um, this guy at my job was showing me some attention and it was very nice attention because I was so um, I was severely neglected at home and I could have said, well, shoot, he ain't paying me no attention. So I have a right to do this, not no physical thing, but I have a right to have an emotional experience with him since I'm not getting it at home. And that's what some men think. When the woman withdraws sexually because she's being emotionally abused and she doesn't want to have physical intimacy, the man will say, well, I can get it from somewhere else since you ain't giving it to me. No. Why do you why you don't want to fix the problem? Why is your solution going to get it from somewhere else when that's just going to create more harm for the relationship you're in? No, you need to practice some self-discipline over your perversions. Because it's a perversion when you, you, you don't, you're not able to contain your sexual impulses. I just got to have it. It's, there's some perversion going on with you. And so when we just jump on either side where a man jumped to go have sex with another woman because his wife won't give him none. Or a woman goes and has an emotional relationship with somebody because the husband won't give her no attention. You're just making your problem worse. You're exacerbating your, your problem. You're blowing it up way bigger than it needs to be. You you got you gonna have more on, on on your list to to heal from. It's not a good idea, but that's just me. You know, you can do what you want, but that's just me. Um, 
Yeah. Seashells. The Most High doesn't have a statute of limitations. Yes, he don't. This dude, he did me, he abused me, boy. Like, he, he, he did some heinous things to me, and I didn't, I wasn't okay with it. I didn't welcome, I wasn't all right with it. But by the time, like, when it, when it first happened, because I was there and I was, you know, doing uh, something else, I thought that that just, you know, came with it. But I didn't give him permission to do some other stuff. And um, that, that's what you call the word that starts with R. And that's not okay. But by the time I realized that it wasn't my fault, because I was so deceived and gaslit into what I was in, I actually thought it was my fault. What he did to me, the statute of limitations had ran out on that, I think, because I think it's 10 years or something like that. Um... But uh, yeah, well, y'all that don't run out. He saw what he did. He probably he might be getting it today. I don't know this guy from nowhere. I don't know where yet, but he might be getting it today. Janae Hamilton. This is did I say this already? This is who I thought was Deborah Ham because of the Hamilton and the Ham. Blessings, Zara, for turning your pain into power and love. Thank you, Janae. Thank you, y'all. Cause it wasn't my plan, but you know. Yeah. Randy Powell, is it too late because they arrested all these certain people who did things 40 years ago? I wouldn't even know where to look for this guy, to be honest. I, I wouldn't even know. And I, and I, you know, I'm, I'm not even interested in doing that because if I knew where he was yet, I might be doing something different, but I don't know him. I don't, you know, I, I, yeah, is a, is a vindicator is, even more than the police in the legal system. Not saying, look, you use this. I've heard some people even say, I'm not, we don't use the legal system because that's Babylon. Like people say that and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Like some of y'all just too, too religious for me to the point, okay, call the police if you need to call the police. If you being abused and you being attacked, call the police if you need to call the police. I'm just like, do what you need. This is not advice for me. I'm not telling you what to do. But in my, if that was me, I'm going to call the police if I need to call the police. Bump all that. That's Babylon. That's white man. All that stuff. If I'm, if, if I need to call the police, I'm calling the police. But y'all will handle, handle what I couldn't handle in, in, in something that happened a long time ago. Re Marie, I felt alone for so long. You have no idea how much you have helped me. I'm so grateful that the Most High uses you. Thank you. See, and I don't even know Re Marie in real life, but she's still getting help because some people get mad at me because I won't work with them one on one. You can still get help. Let the Holy Spirit be your teacher and your helper and your guide. Like the Messiah was like, don't, uh, don't call no other man teacher woman to you know like let the most high be that no no i'm not saying you shouldn't go get help if you need help like get counseling and stuff like that if you feel like you need it just at, tell the person what your goals are up front know what they are this is what i'm looking for tell them that you want to have you want to practice what you're learning in between sessions so they need to give you some kind of assignment and then make sure that um y'all are uh equally yoked as far as where your goals what your goals are if they don't believe, like say you go to somebody who believes a woman should just submit better, that person can't help you if you're trying to heal from an abusive marriage. So you can't go to somebody like that. So find somebody who aligns with your goals and what you're trying to heal. Know what they are. 
communicate them to that person and ask them to give you some stuff in between working with each other. If they don't know how to do that or they don't know what you're talking about, or they think you're asking for too much, that might not be a good fit for you. But Re Marie, I don't work with her personally, and I thank you for not being offended by that. I thank you for just gleaning from the videos because your girl be tired sometimes. I can't help everybody. So I love that the most high is is helping you and being and is helping you through this content. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Thank you for sharing that with me. Yeah, Zuzu. They're just angry because light is being shined on their wickedness. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I get a lot of hate. People, a lot of people hate me. <laughs> they really do. Like, but whatever. Cisha, they better listen to Coach Zara's warning because the Most High isn't playing. Listen. Listen. Yes, listen. Okay. <sighs> All right. <gasps> I am under five. Hey, girl. Listen, hey, I met her. I am under five. Girl, how long has it been? Has it been like my son wasn't even born and my daughters were like five? So this was like 10 years ago, over 10 years ago. I am under five. It is so nice to see your name up in here. I am under five is a rapper. She raps and um, she does some other things too. But I met her and her husband when I was. I think my husband was shooting a video and she was there and um, we just, we had a little bit of a connection and we used to talk and I was not so, uh, I kind of ghosted her and I had to go back and repent to her 10 years later. I had to send her, I sent her an email and I was like, I want to repent to you because I kind of ghosted you. It wasn't counseling or coaching or nothing like that, just as a, a friendship that was starting to build. Um, and instead of communicating to her, you know, what was going on, I just stopped talking to her. And it's not, that's not nice and that's not right. That's not how you do things with a, with a loving person like she was. She's a really loving person. Um, but at that time, I didn't know how to um, communicate through some of the things that I was going through. So I sent her an email. Look at her. She's talking about, it's okay. Stop that. It's all love. It's not okay. It's not okay to handle things like that. But thank you for forgiving me. Um, so I haven't seen her in so long. And I guess you must have found my channel when I responded to you. Uh, when I sent you that email a while ago. But it's so nice to see your face and see you up in the chat. You and your husband are just lovely people from what I can remember. Um, I haven't seen you in a long time. And I, know I don't know you personally. But just the little time that I did on that set when we were shooting that video, um, you were really cool. So thank you for saying, Hey, and showing me you up here. Cause some people watch and I don't, I don't really be knowing who's watching. They don't all say anything, but it was so nice. That was such a surprise. Oh my gosh. Hey girl. Okay. Um, and she a dope rapper too. Listen, well, at least then I'm not, I ain't saying you're not now, but I know then like you, yeah, you can rap. Um, you know, because people change and they saying some crazy stuff out here. So not that you are, but just I got to give disclaimers because then people be like, Zara sent me here and then they want something else. And then they think that I, mm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying at that time. Yes. Um, I hope, you know. So, yeah. But thank you. That was awesome to see your name. All right, y'all. Uh, not a marriage problem. Didn't didn't mean to be on here that long. Um, I hope that somebody's life and soul will be saved watching this share it with somebody 
that's that's my hope that's my whole hope of this whole channel that somebody's whole spiritual and emotional life and soul will be saved from emotional and spiritual abuse two things i can't stand all right let me give y'all the secret key code for the month of january because December, I couldn't give anything out because nobody completed everything out fully. You have to complete everything out. Pay attention, y'all. Y'all got to pay attention to the details. Make sure you're answering the questions. You got to pay attention. Um, I'm going to give you the secret key code right after this. I'm giving away something every month. Yep. You can get a Truth Tribe journal, tea, notebook, stickers, cash, and more each month. You have a chance to win an item plus free shipping. Just listen to my lives for the secret key code. Then enter your info at ZaraHarrison.com slash Truth Tribe Giveaway. What will you win? Okay, the secret key code for the month of January and so you can go and fill it out right after this. Only fill it out once a month, but you're welcome to fill it out um, for the next month as well if you do it for this month, but only do it one time in each month. Um, and then on February, at the beginning of February, because I don't know what day February 1st will land on, like if it's the Sabbath or something like that, I, I'm not going to go live. But um, whatever day... Um, February lands on this, not on a day that I don't usually do lives, I will announce the winner. But you have this whole month, every time I go live, I will try to remember. The secret key code is, somebody type it in the chat for everybody, the live chat. Love is not blind. Love is not blind. Love is not blind. That is the secret key code for the month of January. The gift that you can win for the month of January is going to be two hoodies. Two hoodies. Because I didn't get a chance to give anything out for December. Because nobody completed the giveaway form the right way. But you can pick two. So you can have two for yourself. Or you can have one for you and one for somebody else. There's um, a white hoodie with black letters. A gray hoodie with white letters. And a black hoodie with white letters. And I think it's one more. But I can't remember. But if you go to ZaraHarrison.com slash shop, you can see the hoodies. So I will send you whoever wins for the month of January. You can get a black hoodie with white letters and a gray hoodie with white letters. Those would be the two options because it's not checkable. So when you check it, you put the gift that I uh, confirmed in a live. I'm just telling you now because I don't want you to be like, but I wanted a white one. You will get a black hoodie with white letters or a gray and and not or and a gray hoodie with white letters that says True Tribe on it. Um, for the month of January, the person who was picked, you have you need to fill everything out accurately. Okay, like some of y'all skipped stuff. You don't have to do every single thing, but it tells you you need to do these two things, and then you need to pick from this list what you're gonna do. I think it's two or three things. Whatever it is, follow the directions. Read the directions, y'all, because I want to give. And sometimes I I don't want to get in a habit of giving and you didn't do what you were supposed to do to get it. It's like the first time I, had, I said I'll have some grace. It, well, all the steps weren't done. I have some grace. But this time I don't want to do that because I don't want to make a habit because then everybody's going to be like, oh, I could just do whatever and she's going to give it to me. No, follow the directions. 
Okay. Follow the directions. Um, also, I just want to remind y'all, make sure that you are journaling. I leave things in the, on the YouTube community tab to remind you of why it's important to journal. I hope y'all, it's Wednesday. I hope y'all did y'all download from Healing Pain with Proverbs by now. I really hope you did it. If you didn't, please do it before the next Healing Pain with Proverbs. Do the download. Um, and also be journaling. You can go to the 99 cent store. If you don't, um, if you can't get my journal, go to the 99 cent store. Don't be like, oh, just ha- get the journal that works for you. But my journal is dope too. And here's more information on that. Those thoughts are way too heavy to carry in your mind. Put it in a journal like this one. I made it so easy for you to do. You can release your true feelings, resolve negative defeatist thinking, and talk to the most high in the section for daily petition. Congratulations on making your self-care a priority with this purchase of my Truth Tribe Daily Journal, helping you maintain your self-care in three simple steps. All right, so check out the journal. Make sure that you are journaling, even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't think it will change anything, just try it for a little while before you make up your mind that it won't do anything. These are small ways that make a big impact for people that I can't touch one-on-one, okay? So please do that. It helps me just know that you're working on something. You're not just hearing what I said or hearing what the most high will tell you through his spirit and then doing nothing. Be a doer of his word like we've been talking about. And you can also join us for Healing Pain with Proverbs. Next Wednesday, I'll be picking up Healing uh, Beware of the Narcissist Part 2B because I had to cut Part 2 short with, so I made it an A and a B for Part 2. I'll be coming back with that on Wednesday. And if you found this live helpful, please look in the description for more helpful links that will help you. And another video that might help you in addition to this. Otherwise, I'll see you next live if you get my notifications. Peace. They always told me love's supposed to suffer long. I looked it up in the lexicon. It said that suffering actually means the act of being patient. Have I been patient with you? And who is to decide when long is long enough? And what do I do when I feel I've had enough?